Welcome to the Huge Quickly Podcast, episode two. This is Danny. And I'm Anna. I'm really happy to be back. Uh, this is a kind of special Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. and uh, We survived the turkey coma. We came out alive. Yeah, you guys will be hearing this Monday morning after Thanksgiving, but uh, we're at that point we'll probably still have about 45 pounds of turkey left over by then. I think so. We really got hooked up this this Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah, my grandma, uh, I'm thinking that this is probably the first time she's cooked uh, Thanksgiving for less than about 20 people. It was just me, Anna, and her. And uh, We benefited. That's all I have to say. Yeah, she, I, I just don't think she really uh, thought too much about scaling it back uh, like you might need to do for only three people because I swear we only have about half of what we normally do and we would have about uh, five times as many people, so... It's awesome. We really are benefiting from this. I've probably had about six uh, leftover meals at this point. <laughs> it's awesome. Thanks, Grandma. And uh, it was kind of funny because on Friday after Thanksgiving, I got left by myself for for the majority of the day because Anna had to work. And I realized, because it's been a while since I've been home alone by myself, just how horrible my uh, adult ADD is. I went from, uh, and that's funny because I, it's sad. It's sad now that it's considered adult ADD. I mean, if I was about ten years younger, it's not a real big deal. Now I'm thinking that it's a serious problem. <laughs> and uh, I actually uh, a little while back, it's funny because I actually uh, tried to take uh, an ADD test to see if you have it. And I hope you're sitting down. I didn't get through it. I quit halfway through. <laughs> you so. get distracted really easily, Dan. Yeah, I I actually think that uh, really just getting through the test should prove that you don't have it, and uh, clearly I should be. That would be like the it. easiest test too. You know, all you got to do is just get through the questions. Yeah, what more do you really need to do? Just just come up with. What uh, was it know, that actually distracted you, Dan? Can you put a finger? That's the problem. I don't even remember. I, I think that's the one <laughs> symptom of ADD is there's not there's not some real easy to uh, to diagnose problem. It's just bam, you you realize that you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. I, I think I'll. I was well, looking at the test. Can you elaborate in your, our apartment what you might have been doing, what you weren't supposed to be doing? Well, it's not that it's nothing I wasn't supposed to be doing. It's just that uh, uh, I go from sitting on the computer for 20 minutes to uh, Xbox for 20 minutes to guitar for a half an hour to uh, uh, trying to clean for five. Uh, <laughs> That's a lie. There's 30. no trying to clean. Don't it's let him fool you. Awful. I have so many. I have so many. Uh, ideas of stuff that i can do and then also the day's gone and i've done nothing except uh you know fail blog trying to get through an add test uh xbox computer no cleaning it's really bad i need i need to have a clearly thought out schedule and someone there (laughs) uh with a whip or else i won't do anything he needs a girlfriend like me to help him along and get all the great ideas that we know i normally have Right, Dan? I have all nothing but great ideas. And she was at work um, building, uh, what was that thing called? Uh, (laughs) Uh, My big task for the day on Friday was to build a gingerbread house, which was given to me by my boss. So it really worked out quite nicely. (laughs) And I loved it. Life is hard. It's a masterpiece. She should have been with there with those uh, Walmart protesters protesting (laughs) having to work on the holiday. I was happy to be there. All I had to do was make a gingerbread house. Oh, terrible. That's really a first world problem. We have to go into work and build a gingerbread house. <laughs> it's spreading Christmas cheer. I think it really is doing its job properly. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, at least you got paid for that. I, I should have gone in and tried to get paid for doing something because uh, I was sitting at home doing <laughs> His literally His one nothing. task was to clean our apartment, and it's a subpar job, folks. That's not fair. This is, <laughs> one person's getting paid to do something super easy, and the other person just has to, with all these fun things at their disposal, <laughs> they have to just sit there and clean all, the whole time. Really well. not fair. I also realized that uh, I've been having com- uh, problems with my computer, and uh, surprise, surprise, it's like this happens to me all the time, and yet I am... I'm literally a trained computer professional. <laughs> I actually am supposed to know how to fix these things. I've worked at a computer repair place. For a I, while. It wasn't even just like a random summer job yeah, and when he emptied that, the trash. It was like he was a computer repairman for several years. And before that, I had this dorky job of I, like doing this for myself. Like I had like an <laughs> ad in the paper and like went and fixed people's computers. But my success rate is like 10%. I'm so bad. It's, it's so true. I, I, I'm not even surprised at all. I, I uh, my computer's broken and, uh, pretty much every computer that I've touched is broken as well. So, uh, that's part of what I was doing with my time is, is trying to, uh, figure out what's wrong with it. But it's really a waste of time because the more I look at it and touch it, the worse it'll actually get. So I was watching TV the other day, and I've actually noticed this a few different times, but is it just me or is every single month truck month? I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna go with you. It really does feel like maybe there's a month in between. Like maybe they do it every other month, but it really feels like truck month happens all the time. Because I, I actually noticed this like a month ago. It was like Ford, and they're like, you know, October, just remember October is truck month and, and it doesn't sound like there's some crazy deal really happening. It's just more that they're sort of just arbitrarily thrown out there that, Hey, it's truck month. Hey, come on down and buy a truck. They have those dumb commercials where it's just like, there's a lot of mud and everything's flying around and there's like handshakes and it just seems like, I don't know if that's really what gets a guy or a woman hyped up about buying a trunk. I just, I don't know. It's not really getting me excited. What about you, Dan? They're sort of just like going after the douchebags, you know, because there's a lot of them out there. I'm sorry. They've got like the truck with like all the mud on it and he wipes his hand off and shakes and like these guys are just going to commute to work at the bank. It's true. Yeah. And they're not even the trucks that are on truck month are really not even the trucks that you want to be going up and doing those kind of things with. It's like a Toyota Tacoma is in like the commercial for truck month. I do like Toyota Tacomas, to be mm. really honest with you, but I to commute to the office. Yeah, it's, it's not the <laughs> most it's not the most economical way to get to the office. But I just I just don't get it. What does truck month even mean? What does that mean? All, and to be really honest, a, a lot of the months it's blank 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 month. I don't I don't even get that because it's just totally it's someone just sort of deciding that it doesn't really mean. Excuse me, it doesn't really mean anything. It's uh, it's just people trying to get you to buy more stuff. You know, it's truck month. Coming down and buy a truck because we decided that it's the month that you're going to buy a truck. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about just purchasing a truck and how much we all really, you really like, both of us really like our trucks. I think maybe we should hit on the fact of how much you used to love going mudding up in the hills, Dan. I know that you're a huge fan of going up in the hills and going mudding. So maybe you can talk to us a little about that. Well, every month was truck month when I lived in Ellensburg, <laughs> and I had an old-fashioned. Uh, we both come. Drive we should truck. probably just give a little lay down a little bit that we both come from a very small town in central Washington, and one of the biggest events 
on the weekends would be heading up to the hills and finding a patch of mud and really just going at it. And Danny used to be the king of that, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about king. I was, I was the king of getting my truck stuck in any possible No, condition. that's not true. You told me many stories where you pulled people out. Yeah, I think I, I, think I probably... Uh, that was probably when I was trying to get you to date me. And uh, it was a story like that that kind of hooks the girls in. <laughs> oh, yeah. It so was you was all, all me, our uh, relationships based on lies is what you're saying? When I when I think of mudding, I think more of like my friends standing on the side like, okay, rock it back. Okay, now, <laughs> now forward, forward. All the Get left, the cat left, litter left, out. He's left. stuck again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you're high centered. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, I just remember one you time. You really the, use a lift. The only time I ever went mudding, I got stuck. It wasn't my vehicle, but I remember getting stuck. And it was like eight hours I was stuck in this truck. And I couldn't even get out because we were like up to the doors in mud. We had to call somebody's dad who ended up also getting stuck. And then they had to call a tractor to get both of the vehicles out. Well, that is, that's a, that's a, that's a nightmare. About, baby. That's a nightmare. I mean. You really think about mud and it sounds great. I really wish that we both could go mudding because it really was a great time. But I remember this one night, actually. This is actually kind of a funny story. I went up up Reeser Creek. Yeah, Ellensburg's in this valley. There's, there's Central Washington. Yeah, and it's in this valley where there's places on either side of the valley, essentially, that you can go up into the mountains. And uh, essentially, I was with this group that was... It's kind of funny now, but like, we were essentially just looking for snow. I mean, it was like... I don't know, October maybe. And the whole idea was to go find snow. Well, we definitely found snow for sure, but I was kind of late behind the group of other group (laughs) of trucks and I got stuck like a good mile before where, before (laughs) they were. So so what'd you do? I'm trying to catch up to them and then bam, I'm stuck on the side of the road. I, with Jesse, that sounds like an amateur move. I think. Oh God. Yeah. It was very amateur. Were you a freshman in high school? That sounds like something Uh, a freshman would do. I didn't, I didn't turn 16 until I was a sophomore. (laughs) Sophomore in high school. Sophomore junior. But, uh, we were up, uh, like I said, research and me and Jesse ended up, this was like a Wednesday night too. But we walked down. We walked all the way down out of Reeser Creek. This is like miles. A we're long, about. long walk. And then just like a gift from God, there was a guy driving down towards us. He was driving this this awesome four-wheel drive little Toyota pickup that had nice tires and everything. And he was pulling, it was a little Toyota pickup? Pulling a snowmobile. It was the perfect rig to get somebody stuck unstuck from the snow i'm sorry but a little toyota truck is what pulled your truck well, out okay okay my chevy it was it was a three-quarter ton chevy Steel. It weighed you know a couple thousand pounds more than this toyota but on the other hand the toyota's light four-wheel drive good tires and enough power to get you i would like, be embarrassed if i were you that a little toyota pulled out my steel framed 1978 chevy if you know anything about trucks and off-road <laughs> you know those little toyotas can go anywhere and they're gonna go somewhere that your chevy cannot i'm sorry sorry chevy. i don't know if i believe it i really wish i would have been there to witness it because that just i'm embarrassed for you right now this guy was also pulling a snowmobile. He, he was the perfect. He was the perfect rig. He had the perfect setup. <laughs> it was it was amazing. We seriously were like, uh, "What are you doing?" And he's like, uh, "I got in a fight with my girlfriend, and I'm just kind of like out for a drive, up for anything." We're like, uh, "Pulling a truck out." It was amazing. And then he actually, like, uh, the whole group of people that we were trying to find, they were actually stuck farther up the hill from us. 
and they were totally like kind of screwed. So he ended up running his snowmobile up and down and taking people down. And it was just, it seriously was godsend. This guy was just what was like this guy's name? There. Did you actually know who he was? I don't know. Like I said, me and Danny are from a small town. Everybody kind of knows everybody. So I think he was a college kid. Man, lucky dog. Yeah. It was amazing because we were, my truck was going to have to just be left up on the side of the hill for the <laughs> night. My dad would have hated me more Even than he more. already did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why don't you go ahead and get into a little news? One of the biggest things I think that happens on Thanksgiving that I find to be interesting and always kind of curious as to what the story was behind it, but they always talk about pardoning the turkey. It's this rather interesting idea where the President of the United States basically takes two turkeys out of the slaughter line and says, you guys aren't going to be killed. And they do it every single year. It's been a tradition since 1954 or something like that. I think JFK was the first person that had to do this. And it's just kind of an interesting idea. Do you, what do you think? Well, I really do think it's a, um, it's an empty promise (laughs) because (laughs) there's two turkeys out of about a hundred million that get saved. And uh, if I was the whole, the turkey race, uh, uh species i don't think i'd be happy just with these two ones and you know what the funniest part about it is is you should see the names of some of these turkeys they're all based on food like the last five years it's been like biscuit and gravy ham and cheese beans and rice the ones this year were cobbler and gobbler i mean it it can't give the the turkey must much satisfaction when they know that they're not getting killed today but that their name is drumstick. I mean, how, how can they really feel about themselves? Yeah, it's kind of as a slap in the face, isn't it? It's it's like, <laughs> okay, drumstick. You're not going to be a drumstick yeah. yet. They, they actually get to live like the rest of their life in some sanctuary or something. You know, that's even the funnier part is actually once they leave the White House after being pardoned by the president, they actually get shipped to Disneyland where they get to live out apparently the remainder of their life or the next year where they're the Grand Marshal of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. So it's, it's a pretty sweet deal for these turkeys. It seems weird to me. I mean, it, uh, they don't really need all that, do they? Isn't it just enough to, that they don't end up on a Thanksgiving Day table getting eaten? <laughs> Why do they need the whole, all that stuff? There's well, lots of kids that would love to Everybody needs to feel, feel special sometimes, Dan. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, another really interesting news topic that I came across that was kind of a quite the internet sensation this week was um, the NCAA bat- men's basketball record was just blown out of the water this week. Um, there was one kid, Jack Taylor. He scored 138 points. And it's just caused quite the stir. I mean, he's just this adorable little sophomore. I think he's like five foot ten. Adorable. And he's, he's adorable. Did you see any photos of him this week? I don't I think so. Well, I can you tell which Im- one he was. You should immediately go because he is adorable. But anyways, the the record had stood for like 80 years and it was the previous record was 116 points. And it just really it was quite impressive he actually watched this kid play and what he really managed to accomplish. I I I really can't believe that. I can't believe a coach let that happen. He should be fired. Wait, what coach are you talking about? Well, the coach really? where he's had the team that just whipped up on another one? No, no, I'm talking about the team that let that happen to uh, them. 
are you, what, 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 what would you think this guy should have done? Should he like throw? Should have his players throwing elbows at this guy? Well, don't breaking have elbows legs for nothing. Pulling a Tanya Harding on him or something. Well, if you knew this was going to happen, then yeah, maybe <laughs> do that before the game. But uh, yeah, you can't let that happen to your team like that. So you're saying that that's what you would do? It's embarrassing. You'd pull, you'd pull a move like that, Dan. Would you clothesline somebody? Yeah, to win? I probably he would. would. It's he probably would. I I play lots of sports against him, and if it's going badly for him, he's just he doesn't take it well, folks. Have I thrown an elbow at you before? He probably has wanted to on several occasions, but thought otherwise. Okay, well, that's not really fair to claim that you know what I'm thinking, <laughs> especially if I've never done anything like that. It's just a matter of pride. You can't let someone score 138 points on your team. It's not talking about elbows and <laughs> that you know, like like double teams. I I have I have two years of uh, underclassman basketball experience in high school. I I, <laughs> I do know very little about basketball strategy, so I'm someone to to listen to for sure. That's true. Uh, we actually did go to high school together, and I remember you. Did you play basketball? You did. Uh, sort of. I sort played of. for C team when I was a freshman, <laughs> and I. I might have played when I was a sophomore. At some point, I quit. And this is a true story. I came back. I think it was my senior year. I came back and tried out. And uh, the basketball coach came to me after uh, tryouts. And he said, Danny, I, I think that you have a future in baseball. <laughs> and it's, it's I'm serious. He, and he cut me. I can't believe that he would say that. Who was this? It was uh, Coach Hagbo. No, Hagbo, he was listening. so nice. Well, he he... You can't say he uh, didn't have a good eye for talent because I think he probably had a point. And you were how old? You said 17, you were 18. 17. Were you a senior? I think I was a senior. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think if, if you were that bad, I mean, I think that when you're a senior, you're just automatically granted a seat on the varsity basketball team. That is not true. A, a basketball team can't carry 20 guys if, if there were 20 seniors to try it out. Well, if that's how it cut. was, at least in like women's, the women's side of things. I well, remember I'm talking think- about sports. <laughs> that's unfair. All right. We, we had a great, we actually went to state senior year in our basketball program, I think, Danny. State? Really? Yes. Uh huh. No, I'm just joking. I, I know the girls' basketball team's actually been pretty good. But, uh, you know, um, I think some, I don't know if I should make any jokes about that. You know, (laughs) half, more than half our listeners are probably, uh, of the, of, uh, you know, someone who likes female sports. So, uh, you know, yeah. Why don't we apologize to all of them? Even if they make it look a lot harder than it should be. (laughs) All right. There's actually another really interesting, um, sports story that kind of took place this week it was actually on thanksgiving and i'm hoping that most people that are listening to this got a chance to really see this take place it was um in the football game of the jets versus the patriots and i danny i think you're gonna have to help me out because i don't know the name of the actual guy where this happened maybe, maybe you can lay down the actual story because it was probably the best moment i've ever seen in sports so mark sanchez is the quarterback for the jets He's pretty terrible. He's been bad for a few years, but he he did make probably the worst play I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. <laughs> it's it's really true. We're gonna put up a link to it. Last time I checked, it was still up. And uh, basically, what happens is he's playing against the Patriots, and um, he goes back. He 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 looks like he's trying to hand the ball off to a running back, but the running back goes the other way. So it's obviously this kind of blown play. He uh, turns and just kind of looks up the field. He doesn't look right in front of him and. And tries to run forward and just runs right into the back of his lineman. 
It's no, no, back no, no, no. The- it's not the back. Let's be more specific here. He runs his head into the guy, the center, who happens to have the biggest butt <laughs> of the anybody on the team. He runs his head directly into it and knocks himself out as well as the ball. <laughs> it was a fumble. Yeah, it's a fumble. The other team picked it up, ran it back for a touchdown. And uh, I don't even think I, I'm not going to do it any justice trying to describe it. It is the worst play that's ever happened in the history of NFL. The worst and yet the funniest all at the same moment. It was great. I, they kept replaying it and replaying it and replaying it. And I just could not get enough of it. We've watched it several times since. Well, and this I guy that so he much. ran into, uh, the guy's probably about 6'8", 320, 330. So it's not exactly some guy. He's not. It's not a kicker here that that he ran into. It's a it's a huge huge person <laughs> that you you would absolutely see, and he just ran right into him. It was really weird. Sanchez. God. Somebody got mixed up. I don't know. I don't think he he envisioned himself that day to you know. I think I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to run my head right into a really large man's ass. Well, that just kind of goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't woken up with those dreams, Stan? I don't know what Sanchez does to the spare time, but... He obviously does not up. practice football. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty apparent. Uh, something else that was really big that took place in the news this week. Um, actually, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, but it still just feels very prevalent. Is the Twinkie Hostess manufacturer. The Hostess manufacturer who actually makes Twinkies announced that they are bankrupt and they're closing down all their factories and there's not going to be any Twinkies, Ho-Hos, Dig Dongs, Zingers. None of those are going to be out there anymore. And I just, it, it breaks my heart. It's a you shame. Know? It's, you don't really think you're going to miss it until you think it's not, it's not going to be there anymore. It's a dark day for the country. It really is. What, what are you, what's your personal favorite Hostess product, Dan? I, I'm sure there's not a lot of people on, on this team with me, but I'm a Swiss cake roll fan. A Swiss cake roll fan? Who likes mm-hmm. Swiss cake rolls? Well, I don't know if you were listening. I do. <laughs> I uh, I think that says a lot about you. I myself happen to be a snowball fan. I mean, those pink with the all Get the frost, all the snowflake, all the you don't even know what it coconuts. is. Coconuts, <laughs> the coconut. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. I don't know why they decided to make it Talk pink. About brand though. loyalty. I feel. I feel like when I was younger, the snowballs were white. I wonder when did they kick it over to the pink? What do you think? Like, isn't it? This probably a whole nother flavor. It is not a whole nother flavor. There is no. There's no white snowballs anymore. They're pink. What? Don't you remember? Well, maybe that's already- the problem. Maybe that's why they're going out of business. So they have to make weird decisions <laughs> they, like that. It's called went, a snowball. Yeah. Why are you going to make it pink? That's true. You know, I'm actually, now that I think about it, I'm liking it less and less, but it is tasty. Chocolate cake with some white that's probably That's probably and- a symptom of the effect of like 12-year-old girls taking over everything and deciding everything in our country. I'm because, sorry. Uh, they're like the biggest uh, spenders now. So I guess that's true, huh? They probably... Decided that pink is uh, going to appeal to those girls a little better or something. It's <laughs> terrible. Well, it appeals to me. I'm a huge snowball fan. The thing is, I don't I don't think I've had a Swiss cake roll for probably five years, but it's probably even been even longer for anything else. So I'm going Swiss cake roll. They're good. They're all good. Have you, you can't ever make had any of these things all, deep fried? I, have, I actually did have a, Swiss, a, 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 a Twinkie, deep fried Twinkie. Oh, awesome. my God. Did it change your whole life? It was amazing. They're amazing. Uh Apparently, it didn't change it too much. I forgot I'd eaten it, but <laughs> it was pretty good. It was awesome. It's better than it sounds. That's the only deep fried, kind of weird deep fried thing I've had, though. 
What a weird. Uh, there's there's a lot of good food. Why why do they need to go too crazy with the uh, deep fried stuff? Deep fried well, butter. What's why that? not? I mean, I, I, I'm a huge health fan, health fanatic. But when I think about some of those things you deep fry, if you only have it every now and then, I say go for it. I, if I had a deep fryer, the things I would deep fry, it's amazing. The what, possibilities. What's like the best stuff? I mean, like a deep fried candy bar or something. What you what know? Else is good? When I've home made deep fried things, I, I found the candy bar to be a little bit tough, but. I think my favorite. Wait, you've things... home deep fried stuff. I have. Wait, we've been together for how long? You've never done this. <laughs> it was my last meal before I became a vegetarian. Yeah, that's another story. Anna became a vegetarian like two days before we started dating. <laughs> what? Are, what is there? A God? What, what happened to me? Now, since he then, it's obviously just been one, wanted you one... to be more healthy by bringing me into your life. It's just been one uh, food group taken away from me after another. Yes, he's very deprived. He's skin and bones, folks. It's terrible. Instead of having, uh, you know, like a, I don't know, chicken, I get squash. Instead of steak, I get root vegetable <laughs> mash. It's really, you know, he did really kind of get screwed a little bit here because I, I really was about a week before we started dating, I decided I want to be a vegetarian. And I had a deep fried feast beforehand which he also missed out on this is sickening to hear about yeah it was chicken and pickles and carrots and oreos and i mean it was anything we could possibly think of i threw in a deep fryer with my best friend and uh you know next day and then it was i decided no more and i met dan well i knew him but we started hanging out again and he is just it's it's been rough for him i'm not gonna lie it's true I cook a lot of vegetarian meals, and he doesn't really... I don't cook him any meat. All right. Another thing that happened um, in the last couple of days is um, the Mars Curiosity rover. You know about the Mars Curiosity rover, right, Dan? Well, not too much. Well, (laughs) I have got a story for you. The Mars Curiosity rover is that really ingenious machine that's just driving around all over Mars. They landed a couple months ago. I guess it's probably been four or five months ago now. And it's just making discoveries and things on Mars. Well, this week, they're not going to announce officially what this is for another couple of weeks, but this week they made a a discovery that say it's going to be one for the history books. Now, what are your what are your thoughts here, Danny? Are you what do you, what do you think this could possibly be? It could change life as we know it. They discovered that uh the Mars lunar mission is costing twice as much money as they thought. <laughs> Uh, I would certainly hope not. I'm thinking alien. What, what, I mean, that's gotta be something that's going to change life as we know it. Do you think that really could be, I mean, do you think they'd tell us if if that actually was going to happen? What if they pull up and there's a tool? What if there was a tool? (laughs) Like, like there's just a screwdriver sitting on the surface of Mars. What, how would that blow your mind? It would blow my mind. It would blow my mind. Uh, Especially, it'd be depressing to know that the Martians are even handier than I am. <laughs> That's true. He really has no skills when he comes to home repair. Yeah. Or any like, repair. If there's or like a repair. fixed sink on Mars, I'm going to be really disappointed. <laughs> He's much more of a computer repairman. Right, Dan? Oh, God. <laughs> there's really, no there really does apparently. need to be a set of skills that I just get really good at. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, not fixing the kitchen sink. 
<laughs> which one should it be well if you could choose what uh sink home repair car repair computer repair uh you know what what would That's it be pretty, you know i feel like you should i should have a full circle you should have all those skills i really can't nail one know. down it's so oh, it's terrible anyway back to the mars thing yeah uh i just if it really was some big alien uh discovery all the movies have sort of told me that they like wouldn't tell anybody they would worry about like mass chaos or something yeah so it's they could be probably nice something just really dorky and not actually that significant to us it, like you're what? probably going to need a, a PhD to understand why it's so significant. It's, <laughs> it's like be they like, found salt or something on the face of the earth. Or yeah, like, like they found some molecular composition that could theoretically in the right conditions have, have been salt at some point. <laughs> and well, they're like, it's like blowing it's their minds. They're like going nuts in their lab. We're gonna I, be think like, I'm Wait, I, th- I thought alien. it was an alien head. I, I, I know. I'm sticking with alien. You're going to go with salt on Mars. I'm going with alien. That obviously that would be nuts. I uh, just I just don't think that's I don't think that's it. It's gonna be like, uh, you know the. I think it's gonna be something about that you're gonna need a, a super high level degree to even understand. That's my guess. Yes, we already hit that. Okay, last thing, last thing on the list. We uh, yesterday was Black Friday, like scary day. Really good for retailers, but a scary day for the public. I just. I just don't know if it's worth it. I mean, uh, every year somebody's getting trampled, shot. This year there was a couple new installments of some chaos that happened. But what what are your thoughts on Black Friday? Is it really worth it, Dan? Well, it does kind of add to the excitement, doesn't it? Well, that you could get trampled? I mean, yeah. You lose your life all for like a stuffed teddy bear? Like things? $20 off a 32-inch TV? I mean, is it worth it? Well, you know what's funny is uh, I I read one thing about how the guy some guy pulled a gun on someone else uh, over a parking spot, and it makes it sound really bad, but it turns out that the guy got like jumped by this guy and and beat by him a little bit, and then that the guy that was getting beat up pulled a gun. But it was funny because the the cop was had the statement of saying, "Oh, he did fear for his life, so he was within his rights to pull a gun." And it does seem kind of strange that anybody could just be carrying a gun and they're within their rights just to pull it on you if they feel threatened. If you think you're going to get killed, then wouldn't you pull a gun? No, I know. I, 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 if I had one, I guess. It's just kind of, it's just funny. I normally think somebody pulling a gun and getting arrested, but the guy's like, yeah, I was scared. And uh, I pulled my gun on the guy and hey, it's all good to go. I don't know. You got to be prepared for Black Friday, though. I wouldn't go out unless I had a gun. You wouldn't go out on Black Friday unless you had a gun. Or unless I was going to buy a toy gun. I'd make sure to get that first and then, <laughs> then wave it around. Really toy guns are not even like what they used to be. Now they're like, you know, orange and yellow. It's not like you're going to find a black looking gun. Yes, it's actually really bad. When I was a kid, I had a little BB gun that had this kind of like, it's hard to describe, but it had this thing on top that made it look like really obviously a BB gun, but we just like pulled it off and it was all metal, all black. And then we played with it. And it's seriously, you could have robbed a bank with that thing. It looked exactly like a real gun. <laughs> and I was such a bad, uh, I, I, I was so bad at taking care of my stuff. I left it out on the uh, yard one night. And then like our neighbor came by and said that he was worried because he found a gun in our yard. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, I have two stories like that. When I was uh, even younger, I was at my grandparents' house. <laughs> 
and they had two like BB gun rifles that hadn't worked for a while. At Why least they told were you me as that. your family giving you a BB gun when you were younger? Well, that's what every kid's dream. I was probably like 10. That's what you want. They just, <laughs> you know, grandparents like to please their grandkids. But uh, I, I really didn't, uh, I, I wasn't very smart with it. I got them taken away because I was in the front yard hiding in the bushes and I, po- I pointed it at somebody as <laughs> oh <my> they. <laughs> I was just in my own little world thinking that there could be no repercussions for this. Pointed at somebody. <laughs> yeah, I could have been killed. If, some, oh if somebody God. felt threatened, they could have what just pulled their real gun and you? shot me. What did they so, do? So, like an hour later, somebody came to the door and it was some guy. And so that his wife was all freaked out because someone had been pointing a gun at her. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I actually remember sitting in the back room of my grandparents' house with my sister, like, just thinking that I was going to jail. <laughs> like, I just, we both did. It was like these were our last few moments together. We were probably still fighting, but uh, it was a really tough moment. And my grandpa was a scary. It was. It was really the only time that I saw him really mad at me. But he was a scary man. He was pissed off, probably because my grandma made him throw the, throw the guns away, which she did. And I never saw him again. I, I thought I was never going to see any of my family again, but uh, <laughs> it ended up being fine. That was tough. That was a good lesson to learn. Don't point even <laughs> fake weapons at anyone. <laughs> I'm glad that everybody had learned that the hard way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could have been killed. Well, I'm glad it went this way, not to like you wanted more guns in your life and all of a sudden you're a criminal. You know, like you got away with it once, but then you had to keep There's trying your luck. <laughs> I think we're probably good for this time. Yeah. So, uh, recommendation. Do you have any recommendations this time, Anna? I hope that you guys uh, really seriously consider that our last recommendation, the painting class, it was pretty fun. Since we didn't put up the painting, uh, the paintings that we did last time with the last post, we'll have to do it this time so you can see our great artwork. It's really pretty impressive for, for one and not so impressive for the other. You know, good comparison. But, uh, I think since Anna doesn't have a recommendation, I will just give you an anti-recommendation. <laughs> what do you don't, mean by that? Don't go see the movie Limitless. We watched it the other day. Uh, the first 20 minutes are great. It's a really awesome story. It's an amazing idea that yeah. just takes a steady downfall 20 minutes in. Yeah, there's like there's all these huge pot uh, plot flaws. <laughs> pot? That's a hard thing pot? to say. <laughs> what are you thinking plot about, Plot flaws. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first like 20 minutes are great. It's this awesome story of this guy that finds this pill that just kind of unlocks your mind. And it's a great story. It's like he uses it and these cool things happen. And like if that was the whole movie, that would be an awesome story. But that's just the first half an hour. And then all this dumb stuff starts to happen and all these plot flaws. Plot flaws. <laughs> I like pot. <laughs> I, it makes a lot more sense to, that it's a plot flaw. Well, I'm excited. Uh, also, I convinced Danny to throw it out. Uh, our ending song is going to be quite a hit I feel like it's going to bring us all back to our childhood in the 90s so thanks for joining us this today yeah thanks for uh, listening hopefully we're, we're still trying to get a guest on probably for next time maybe the time after that so stay tuned and thanks for hanging out yeah.